Hey, welcome everybody. We are here at On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast. We are in season one, episode two, uh, and two standing for Duo, because we have a very special podcast today. It's uh, it's all about the Duo. Uh, we will get you with what's up next week, but for the majority of this podcast, we will just be talking about uh, the Duo. With I'm here with my great co-host, RF Bacchus. And he happened to grab uh, a duo. Uh, we weren't uh, part of the initial 50 people who got one, but he was, you know, he's well known on YouTube now for his very <laughs> thorough uh, podcast, uh, his very thorough review of the duo in person at Best Buy. He now has one. He's had it for about a week or so. And so he's also answered questions on Reddit. We've seen questions on Twitter. Uh, we will be answering questions uh, that we got and then questions we have about the device ourselves uh, today. So uh, with that being said, let's just get into the meat of our podcast today. So the, the, uh, to, interest, to start this podcast, uh, we have a first segment where I answer the questions that you guys had about the duo. There weren't that many questions like we had hoped, but it is what it is. And we have a total of three questions. Two came from our YouTube channel and one came from a post, uh, my unboxing post, if I'm not mistaken. And they're all pretty simple questions that anyone who picks up this device or buys it would want to have one answered. And I'll start with the first question. Someone asked me that if when the duo is folded back on itself, is the screen on the back blank or does it respond to touch? So that's an interesting question because right away the duo is closed like this. So what you'll have to do is fold it open like this and then unlock it from the side screen here. And then you get that. But if you want to use the camera, right, you have to fold it like this. So you see, it's sort of buggy right now, like people said. So this screen will, will have your image. And then if you flip it towards you, the one on the back goes completely blank. And it's supposedly to switch to it the other screen you can double tap because right now here it will say double tap and you can double tap and the screen will come back to you but the screen on the back that you're not using is always blank because you do not want accidental touches and butt tweets from on your twitter right kareem uh, yeah especially for us uh, people with chubby fingers that get all over the place uh piggybacking on that uh off screen um thing i do remember hearing through several uh, other reviews that you know we've scoured the internet for that um having the back screen off like it is helps in preserving battery life i don't know if you've experienced any of that but uh some reviewers have said when they have both screens open obviously it drains the battery which uh has been rated relatively good for 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 most reviews but when they say that they had it in single mode with the device folded back and the back screen off they were able to kind of squeeze out some more battery life from it um i wouldn't say that that the battery life is bad if you're using both screens like my pixel 3 xl and my iphone xx xs sorry they both get about i would say four or five hours of on-screen time and maybe six or seven uh, of total hours of use counting it being off and in your pocket so the duo is around on par with that uh, i charged it this afternoon at around, I would say two o'clock, and I used it all of yesterday before that. 
And right now my battery, I don't know if you could see it, it's at 71% and it's telling me uh, my last full charge was six hours ago and uh, the screen uses it is one hour and 42 minutes. So, and I've been using it both like this single uh, and and like this uh, with dual, the dual mode. So I would say it's not really a, shouldn't be a concern. You'll get good battery life out of it. Yeah. Um, going on to our next question, we got uh, inking, which is kind of a big thing uh, with the duo. I've actually seen one reviewer do, and you know, um, we'll see if we can get some links down in the in the below the description of uh, some of these other reviews. Uh, someone did a full on uh, art project on it. You know, you yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what's your experience been with inking? Uh, obviously, I, I am a journalist, I'm a writer, and I am not an artist. <laughs> so uh, although I do have uh, Autodesk sketchbook installed, because nice. I was curious, uh, you could do you could do some inking and, and scribbling. Uh, we're doing a podcast, it's hard for me to show you. Yeah. Uh, you, you, could, you could scribble, and it picks it up just fine. I do have the older Surface Pen, but all the, all the Surface Pens, except the one from the original Surface Pro will work with it. It, it, it it's, it's pretty smooth. And if I go in into OneNote here, just let me pull it up. Sorry if you can't see me on the screen. Yeah, OneNote. for those of you just listening, yeah. he's yeah. touching a lot of stuff on the screen. Yeah, yeah that, that's how it works these days. So if you open OneNote and you go to Scribble, I'll span it across both screens for you. Like that. Ooh, spanning. You should... You should see this little pen icon right here. So if you tip tap like this, the left for people if, you, if you tap this pen icon, uh, you sh you get the little flyout menu with mm -hmm. all of the all of the pens, and then you can start scribbling or doodling or drawing or whatever, and it picks up your your inking just like it would on a Surface Pro or any other Surface. Because it is using a pixel sense display, like Panos loves saying. And yeah. the best part, best part is the eraser works like it would on any other surface. It erases all of your ink strokes. No clicking a side button or, or any weird stuff. Now, with that being said, how is the latency on this? I know that it's a pixel sense display paired with a surface pen. But I remember speaking with you, this is off mic, about the latency in OneNote specifically. How um, are things now? You were talking to me like the hours after I set up my duo. And yeah. Originally, on my first day, it was really, <laughs> really laggy. Like, like if I'm doing this right now, you could see it's picking up all of my ink strokes as I right. scribble. Uh, but originally, it was laggy, but I updated OneNote. And it, it it's no longer laggy, and it's right. it, it, it has good it has good palm rejection, and that's where the thick bezels actually help you, because you you're resting your palm on the bottom, and it gives you more room to do inking like this. So, now, could you could you quickly demonstrate what inking is like with it folded back, like if you were to have a quick uh, oh, notepad, sure, like if sure. you were a beat cop or something. Sure. I could I could also do a sticky note if you want to. Uh, I don't know if you got because sticky notes will sticky notes all the time. Sti sticky notes will appear in the in the launcher over here, but I don't have it set up right now. I'll just add it real quick. Again, 
sorry if you can't see me doing this. Just give me a second here. Yeah, sure. Right. I'll click create note right here. And then I'll click ink note. And then you get this whole section on the screen just for your note. Nice. And it's like, you good. Cool. And I'll and I'll fold it back. Uh, switch the screen, hopefully. Go back to my note, and this is what it's like if you are inking on a single screen, like as if it was a, a iPad, uh, not an iPad, an iPhone or a Galaxy, because obviously iPhones don't have inking. Yeah, not yet. So it's just as good. It's just as yeah. good. No, no bugginess. Very, 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 very quick. Now, I mean, granted, this is amazing, and you got a great deal on that pen. People are starting to fork over at least a hundred bucks to get this sort of experience. I'm hoping Microsoft sees in the future an opportunity to kind of bundle this stuff because it's made. I mean, it's it's almost begging for it. I know. But you could find the older Surface Pen for a lot cheaper, and like I said earlier. It, when we started, any Surface Pen works except the original Surface Pro Pen, the, the thick boy from the first generation. So if you really want to get the most out of the Duo, I suggest you get, you don't have to get the slim pen. You could get the original Surface Pen and right. it'll work just fine. It's just that there's nowhere to put it on the Duo. So even though it, it will latch to it a, a little bit, if you shake it, it'll move around. It's not designed yeah. to, to stay latched like it is on a Surface Pro. Yeah, time to bring back the old pocket protectors and you have a pin with you at all times. True that, true that. Uh, okay. The next thing I think we could start talking about, and I think you're going to bring up, is usually about the uh, how USB works. I know um, it hasn't been a highlight of most reviews as of recent, uh, but I think more that now that more people are getting, you know, acquainted with it and kind of using it more than just the standard two-week, let me use it as a standard slab phone, we're starting to see experiments with it, which I think you're about to talk to, which are going to be pretty amazing for this. Yeah, the, the Duo is, is an Android device, and like all Android phones, if you have a little, uh, like here, I have this uh, USB-C dongle. Some phones come with it in a box, but you don't get it with the Duo. The Duo has a USB-C port on the bottom. So if you put in this dongle in the USB-C port, and then you have a, a, a drive, like this is a flash drive, and then you plug it in like this. And then if I unlock my Duo, I should get a notification that uh, there's a drive. So if I click the notification, uh, again, I, uh, you probably can't see it right. If you click the notification, you'll see that it tells you that you need to format the drive. So you could use it either for extra storage or just as a regular drive where you plug it in and then open the files app and browse through anything that's on the dr USB drive, which is not as easy as, as it is on an iPad or, or some other tablets out there. It's just like you take the drive, you plug it in, and you open the files app at any file you have on this board will go will show up on the duo. And I remember asking you about files, you know, we can segue into this. Um, just Microsoft, are they bringing 
the their old Windows type of file system, or are we using something a little more modern? Well, as again, it is an Android phone and it is running Android ten. Hey, so people were hoping. Well, you're you're not you're not going to get the uh, UWP <laughs> file file <laughs> file explorer on on an Android phone. So you'll just have to use the the uh, the Google File Explorer app, which which comes as as the default one here. Every time I do this, the screen always bugs out. Like it's been perfect for me, and then during our podcast, it gives hey, me problems. It's it is a it's a known quantity. Whenever a presentation is going oh, on, yeah. technology Paris. fails. Here is the Android Files app. Uh, you have uh, your drive, your OneDrive, and a list of your your photos. So it's, uh, the, same, took, it's, it's the same when you get on the Pixel, right? Yeah, it's exactly the same as the one on the Pixel. Nothing, nothing new there. Yeah, I know Microsoft was very cautious about the way they kind of did uh, Android on this. Um, okay, well, let's see. We got our last question, right? Yeah. We're just going to go into things. I think we should just go into things that we are more concerned about right now while we have yeah. this last bit of time left. Yeah, we have a lot. We, Of course, we don't, We could go on for hours about the duo if we can. Oh, uh, I plan to. Yeah. I plan to. Well, we're just Maybe here for... this one, but we'll break it up over podcast. We're, we're just here for half an hour, so we're just talking yeah. about a, a few topics. Something that I want to... Kareem asked me about is uh, TikTok, right, Kareem? I mean... During quarantine, my wife and I have gotten really adept at using TikTok. I didn't want to, but it's it's entertaining. And I just think it kind of falls in the world of Microsoft. You know, we have what, about a week or so before they need to purchase them. So let's see if they're, you know, if they've already started planning optimizations for it. So let's let's open TikTok here. Uh, like I have, this is something I mentioned, is that you could configure the, the feed, uh, your launcher feed, on the right screen and have your your home screen on the left screen, which is how I prefer to use my Duo because I hold it like this in my hand. So if you fold it open, you have your quick apps on the left and you have your home screen on the right. So you pull down on the home screen and you can search, I'll search for TikTok and I'll open TikTok. Again, sorry if the no, camera works. And, and, and while you're is, opening that, I'm just trying to give everybody a, a kind of a heads up. So, that I, kind of, I strong-armed Arif into this because he didn't really want to do this. Yeah. TikTok is about a 300 megabyte download, and I did not want to put that cancer on my duo. But <laughs> uh, I'm a people's man, and here we are. So you see, see that you. you see that TikTok will open in the single screen mode okay. on, the, on, the, on the screen you launch it on. Right. It's because it's obviously not optimized for the dual screen, but you could. This is something that I'll get into that I didn't mention so far in 20 minutes. You could span it in the middle, like like any other app, like this. Okay. You'll get, you'll, and then it will go into this weird tablet mode, but and you need to turn the duo vertically. And it goes horizontal. Okay. Yeah. I mean vertically. Yeah. Vertically. Yeah. Like this, and then you can scroll it. Yeah, I don't use TikTok, so I have no idea what the hell this is. But yeah, <laughs> this 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 is it right there. So okay. some apps will not support spanning in this in the vertical in the horizontal mode, and if you go across the hinge like this, 
it'll force itself into the tablet mode that you'll get on on Android. And TikTok yeah. is one of those apps that do that. So if you're into TikToking, you will not be able to rest the the duo like this and do your dancing because it forces <laughs> it, it will force itself into the into the tablet mode which is vertical and, and not horizontal and yeah speaking of apps that force themselves into things how is instagram on this because i know oh yeah um, i'm, I'm even on the pixel and on the galaxy uh, phones android phones that you can't do split screen with instagram particularly um, so i wonder how it's going to work on dual screens let me just get my duo back into the right orientation. Whoops, there we go. So I'm an Insta and I'm a Snap boy. Though you see it's on my home screen. <laughs> my my favorite apps. I have Twitter, Edge, Insta, and Snap. So a problem that I had with the duo, it's not really a problem, it's just something that you'll need to get used to if you're switching, is that apps like Insta or or apps like Snap. Here, here we have the two side by side. You notice that how they are in a little boxy mode, right, Kareem? Yeah. Because the Duo is a phone that is wider and and shorter than most Android phones. Mm -hmm. So Android apps will have to adapt themselves to this mode. So you're 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 gonna get a little boxy view, sort of, which which gives you access to more stories on the top on Insta. But if you open someone's story, I mean, this is my personal one, so I don't want to violate my friends. But if you open a story, people who have an iPhone, their 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 stories are designed to be in that resolution, and it's not optimized for the dual screen. So if they have a text all the way up top, and you're looking at it on your duo, you won't be able to see it because of your duos optimizing Android to fit the the duo's resolution and the duo's aspect ratio. So it kind of ruins Insta for you. Once but, again, Apple's dividing people. Why <laughs> you could you could put it in the in the tablet mode like I will here. Oh jeez. <laughs> we got some bugs. So well, what happens? That was, that's been reported. This is what happens when you're looking at the camera and not the, the phone itself. You see how yeah. it did that? Uh-huh. So now now it's more optimized. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's spanning it's spanning the the spanning the the feet the, the hinges. Yeah. So uh, I mean, what, it, take, it, take, at... it takes some getting used to yeah. it because the, the Android the duo sorry I said Android, the duo is a is a short is a short and a wide phone and not a long and a tall phone like the Pixel or the iPhone is. So that's one thing that you really do need to get used to if you buy this, is getting used to the way that Android apps scale themselves. Well, I feel like, again, we'll probably hit on this later about uh, Android 11 and optimizations, because I feel like the Fold's going to run into some of these similar issues, even though it's a single screen that uh, expands uh, into a different aspect ratio. But, you know, like I said, we'll get into that later. Um, you know, this, this device isn't for Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that. This is for This is a productivity, productivity yes. Yeah, so. And how has your productivity been helped, hindered, or improved by it so far using this, you know, Microsoft stuff? Using my, I'm a Microsoft guy, obviously. So I have Edge. And in Edge, typically what I do is in the morning, 
this is part of my routine in the morning when I wake up. I would go to Microsoft Rewards and I would go on Bing and run my searches to get my points. So an example for me is is that I would have uh, Bing open on one session on one screen, and then I would have the rewards page open on the other. So I'd click a reward and it would show me like a quest and it would take me to that. But I still have Bing open to to run my to to get my points and do my regular searches. So you're able like like I am here, you're able to run two instances of Edge side by side, and you could have two websites open side by side. So I'll open on Microsoft. Again, it's it's hard to do off on camera, so I'm doing it off camera, and I'll open uh, Digital Trends, and you see you have you have two websites side by side, and you get the full view, and it's not cut out like it would be if you had a, a regular Pixel phone where you'd have to stack the apps top to bottom. So it, you get a full view of the web, and that's something that that's really important for me in my productivity, and it's a way that I'm using the Duo a lot. And not, to mention, and not to mention social media, like having uh, Insta and Snap open side by side and having Instagram open next to Twitter, or having uh, my, my RSS feed on one screen and having... Twitter open on the other. There's a lot of different situations which you could do stay protect, productive with, with the Duo. It doesn't necessarily have to be with just Microsoft apps like that are already optimized. Because even if an app is not optimized for the Duo, you still have two separate screens. So you could put, like, give me a, an example here. I'll put Reddit. I'll put Reddit on this screen, and I'll put my Twitter on this screen. So you're still you're still able to be productive even though these op, these apps aren't optimized for spanning or whatever. You're still able to see two apps side by side, which is important in productivity, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, again, I am looking forward to to getting mines and and putting together some combos, which is part of the reason why I gave you some homework assignments about gaming and comics because those are big to me. And oh, I yeah. saw an opportunity as soon as I saw it open as a book to be like, this is where my digital comic life will live. And uh, you were kind enough to kind of indulge me on that. Sure. Um, you asked me to install uh, Marvel Strike Force. Yes. So I have Strike Strike Force just launched on that screen. And you also asked me to try out, uh, what was the name of the app again? Comic I Trim. Comic Trim, so yeah. Comic I mean, there, Trim. Are, there are several in the, in the marketplace. Comic, comic Trim. Yeah. Open on and, this uh, screen. You might find it interesting. So, it was in my review for the uh, Chromebook Duet that um, running Strikeforce was a no-go, which is surprising. But you're saying it works fine on, on the Duo? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's loading right now. I guess you could see it in your camera. If, yeah, if see it, yeah. Teams doesn't mess up. So it's loading, but you're able to read your comics on one screen and you're able to play your game on your other. And you could play two games at once if you want. It doesn't have to be a comic running on this screen or 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 Marvel Strike Force on the other. You oh, could I have can, you could have Candy Crush on one and you could have um, whatever other game you play on the other. Or you could have X Cloud on one and Stadia on the other if if if, if that's Ooh, your cup that of tea. Something else to try out for, for people, especially uh, on the precipice of this uh, Xbox reveal, you know, we just had and 
what's going to be coming in the next uh, month or so before the release. Um, I mean, what's another thing we were talking about? Um, we did comics, we did games, we did productivity, we did social media. Um, here are just some smaller things like, you know, are there any redundant apps that you get? Like, you know, sometimes with Samsung, they have like, you know, uh, I know Microsoft has its own ma- mapping situation. Do they put that on the Duo or do you just go with Google Maps? Everything that comes on the Duo is is Google. So uh, hold on here. Let me quit, quit out of this. I'll show you the Google folder that comes pre-installed. If for you guys who are listening, uh, maybe Kareem can read off some of the apps. Yeah, it looks like we got our traditional search. We got Chrome. We got YouTube. We got uh, YouTube Music, it looks like. Um, they put on, is that Duo down there? Yeah. <laughs> Drive. No, I, I, I installed Duo. And Gmail. Uh, so you, you get your typical suite, and obviously you can go to the Play Store to get anything else you might need. I just want to know, you know, like I said, they have no mapping solution. They technically have, you know, and I think Zach's kind of railed on this, Zach Bowden over at uh, WC, about how bad the Photos app is, but that means technically they have their own Photos app as well. But I didn't know if they were going to, you know, forego those for something a little more standard yeah. that you know, most Android people are already using. They're using Google Photos as the Photos app. Right. But- I Uh, I prefer to use OneDrive because I'm a Microsoft guy. So here, here you have your Google Google Photos app on on it. All your photos. I use both. I I back up to OneDrive. I back up everything to OneDrive. All your photos will show up in Google Photos right there. I took some photos on my Pixel, so they're also showing up on on there too. photos. This will be kind of our last thing before we, you know, have to kind of say goodbye to everybody, but. Mm Uh, and I know it's probably the biggest thing uh, I've been telling people today. They've been asking questions about the Duo that like, hey, you know, is it a great device? It's mixed. But the one resounding thing has been photo- photography. Um, you and I spoke about it. We don't think it's been that bad, but how do you think it is? I mean, once you get over, like like uh, I replied to, I believe it was uh, Brad Sam. No, to Thoreau or Brad Sam's, one of the two of them this morning, they asked, how do you feel about the duo if you bought one? So I was like, I I have one and the software is fine. The one of the two things that only bother me about it, like I said in the segment, is the way the 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 what do you call it again? The squishing of the Android apps to fit the resolution and the camera work. So like you said, the the camera is one thing that bothers me, but it, it's something that. It's it's okay. It, it'll get the job done. You're not gonna. It's not gonna replace your DSLR. If you if you want to take a photo outside of of like flowers or a car or something on the street, it'll it'll be fine. But if you're in a low light situation, like say outside, like I tried taking a photo of the 9/11 memorial lights last night on my duo, and it was pretty bad. Because it's not, it's not, it's not exactly a low light camera because of the way it's doing the. I'm not a photography expert, so don't quote me. But I believe it's because of the way that it uses the the uh, the auto the autofocus and the focusing mechanism or whatever. So the camera is good in most situations, like that you'll need it for, like for posting food to Insta or Snap, or posting pictures, day to day pictures. You'll be fine. And you'll also be fine with the way that the mechanism works. 
which is whatever screen you have the camera on when you open it. Like I said, in my in my hands on. So if I have it open here, right now it's it's facing me. It's facing you guys. So you're probably it's facing it's facing the world. And then if I flip it over, it'll face me. Well, it's well, hard to show. It's hard to show off. Yeah, well, it's fine. I mean, again, I'm... the way the way the the camera app is very fluid and it, it'll work once you get used to flipping the phone and flipping it around to use the one camera for both selfie and a world view. So it's not something that's bad. It's it's not the greatest, but you'll you'll <laughs> you'll bad, get people. You'll you'll get used to it if you're buying a duo and you're worried about the camera. You'll get used to it. It's not I'm something just, to worry about. Yeah, I was just wondering because uh, again, I know I'm going headstrong into this decision anyway, uh, wanting a world that's or a smartphone world that's closer to Westworld. You know, where you open up a device and just keep opening it for the screen that you need. Uh, so I'm all on board. Um, I'm I'm hoping, you know, fingers crossed that Microsoft can kind of glean some information from uh, the way the pixel works and kind of doing cloud-based server-side processing to kind of, you know, you take the initial picture, people wait 30 seconds and they get a better picture. Uh, or, you know, maybe it goes into Google Photos and they do some optimization, some kind of pairing where, you know, the camera isn't that bad, at least for the first uh, iteration of this, you know, maybe next time down the road they'll do something else. It's, but I mean... It's not as bad as, as people are making it out to be. It, it does the job just fine for me no one no one on insta or snap has messaged me and be like yo are you using a potato webcam so <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure it's it's fine well and last thing before like i said before we wrap this up i just i was watching john rettinger's um review and he talked about having the duo open in phone mode I, i'm going to call it that i don't know what it officially called i'm sure uh panels will come after me but in phone mode where it's two screens that you know it's kind of back to back is there a way yeah. for both screens to come off like turn off once it's like that so if you know in case you're trying to grab a quick picture or if you're just used to if you're making the transition from a single slab phone to the duo that you were able to get that same sort of experience right out of your pocket versus opening it folding it hitting the camera app and getting into your flow and stuff like that can you just have it on and off as the single phone well you could technically, like right now, it's it's folded with both screens out. Right, but can um, you turn it off, you, turn it back on that way? You could, yeah. It, it'll work. It'll work just fine. So you have power off, you get the menu. It, the only thing is if you choose to do this, you'll get the constant message on the screen. Double tap um. to switch screen. Double tap to switch screen. And... I, I mean, I don't want to do that because, you know, it'll sleep and wake as is as it's in your pocket. Right. Because okay. the, the, this button right this button right there, it's yeah. a pretty it's a pretty big button. So I don't I don't want it touching like the side of my pocket and, and sleep and waking. But if you wanna use it like this and keep it in your pocket, you can do it. it it'll work just fine. There's it won't affect the way you, you use the device. Okay. That's, you know, again, that's just one of the things I was noticing. Again, as someone who's, you know, if you're going to sell somebody on this or if you're going to convince somebody that, to, to make the transition from, you know, a typical iPhone or Android, if that's easier for them to, you know, same way they kind of Google, I mean, uh, Samsung's gone about it by giving you the, you know, the option to have 
the single phone experience and then opening it versus forcing people to kind of start off with the dual and then finding the, the single phone. But, you know, it is what it one, is. And, one thing I will say is that having the phone like this, it's super useful if you're always getting phone calls because you're able to just pull it out really quick and then answer it. So it, it'll help you skip out on 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 that on that part. Instead of having to do this and then fold it and then answer, you could yeah. just pull it out and answer it really quick. Yeah, not all of us majored in origami in college, so we'll have to work on that. Yeah, it is. It's fine. But I mean, I'm sure again we'll be talking about this for the next for the for the foreseeable future. So we're just going to kind of wrap up uh, today's episode um, with just you know your final thoughts on it. Uh, and kind of, you know, I don't even know what we're really looking ahead for right now. Uh, everything about Xbox leaked last week. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess we could look forward to more information about the TikTok deal. Um, and I'm sure Windows is is doing stuff. So, uh, you know, those we are might kind get, of We also on. might get more dual firmware <laughs> updates to fix this bugginess that people are complaining about. Well, even though even though I have not had a single bug except for a few, <laughs> but I was showing it off today. Apparently, those are presentation bugs. That happens to everybody. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to be coming up with um, software updates, uh, probably bi monthly, to get this back up to where it was going to be at in November when they originally wanted to release it. But well, again, I'm going to let you take the last minute or so to kind of let everybody know, you know, anything we might have left out about typing or or you know processing speed or hiccups like that and uh let you sign off with it so if you would ask me to rate i mean it's only been two days so i've been asked by a few people friends how would i rate this device yes so after two after two days i would give it about a 4.5 out of five i know people have complained about the software and it being buggy but personally in two days, I've had not had any breaking bugs that affect the way I use it. Anything I do on my Pixel or my iPhone, I'm able to do on, on my Duo without any problem. Edge works, Twitter works, Insta works, Snap works, everything, I my Outlook works, my email works. All the bit, it just doesn't work the way I'm used to because of the aspect ratio and the smaller screens and having to fold and unfold and flip to get the camera working right. So I would say, like I said in my tweet, I would easily rate it a 4.5 out of 5 right now, as long as you can get used to switching from a tall and long phone to a short and wide phone and getting used to the camera and getting used to the gestures and the navigation. And the big other, other big caveat is that day one update. Uh, a lot of reviewers talked about getting a re uh, an update midway through their review, which would have been a week and a half ago, maybe two. Uh, there was another update, uh, and you can find it on our website, um, that we wrote about that came out um, earlier less, earlier this week. Um, get all the updates, uh, and I'm sure, like I said, Microsoft will be pushing out more to get this, and Google still has Android 11 to roll out that is bringing optimizations for foldables and, and dual screens. So uh, with that being said, I mean, I think it's a, it's, you have 60 days to return it. So try it out. We want to see it. more videos try from it. everybody and don't, we want to get more information. Don't just believe what people are writing about. You only would know how a duo works if you, 
like I said last week during our podcast, when I was at the Best Buy and experienced it at Best Buy, you only would know how a duo works if you buy, if you go and try it yourself. Don't don't believe what people are saying. Buy one, go a Best Buy, try one, uh, play with it, and if you're not happy, you can send it back. But I'm pretty sure if if you buy one, you would end up being happy as long as you get used to switching your flows and adapting to such a revolutionary device. I agree. And for those of you that are COVID concerned, send in your old one, try it out for 60 days, film as much as you can. We'll all coalesce the information and we'll put you to Microsoft for version two. Even even cool. if even if you don't want to, even if you're buying one and you're like $1,500 is a lot to pay for a phone, you, ha- you guys have to remember that Microsoft has a trade-up program and you could send back any phone you have. And the minimum value I've seen so far is about $400. So if you send back a, an older phone like a Galaxy S10, they give you $400 and you'll get the duo for uh, including taxes, say about $1,000, which is not really too bad. Like no, my, it's an Pixel, iPhone. my Pixel, my Pixel is worth 450-ish, so you'll get it for almost a thousand, which is the same price as an iPhone. We have lots of options. Uh, we will again. We will be back next week talking more about this as well as news. But yep. uh, we want to wish everyone a great weekend. Yep. Uh, and uh, be safe. Be safe. Stay well. Wear your masks. Be. And we'll see you next week. Smart. Yep. See you next week, everyone. Thank you for watching. Hope Thank you enjoyed you. the duo. Take care.